let's get ready to remake! <laughs> I am Mike McGee from YouTube's Mike McGee TV. And the Three Geeks Podcast and I officially welcome you. Hey, Sarah! To the ultimate movie nerd and fan competition. Get away from her, you bitch! Prepare for the remake revolution. Teams battle it out for geeky dominance as their movie reboot and remake ideas face judgment. Each team's idea lives and dies by four specific categories. They are Story Pitch. I'll be back. Writers and Directors. I am Iron Man. Casting. I am the father. And Marketing. You are tearing me apart, Lisa! When all is said and done, one shall stand, one shall fall. There can be only one. Yo, I did it! I did it! And the world shall know whose remake is truly revolutionary. The remake revolution begins now. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Remake Revolution. I know we've done one or two of these on our live show a few times this year, but for the most part, we've been pretty quiet. So I wanted to get two great teams together and reboot Remake Revolution. One of these teams can take it, so I've got Team 3 Geeks here to take on some nobody. I am excited about this. Because anything Dylan and Zach do is just usually entertaining, completely awesome, and I want you guys to take a second and tell the world about your PowerPoint show because I think it's absolutely amazing. Who's going to talk? I'll go, I'll go okay. first since, uh, yeah, usually, usually Dylan talks, <laughs> so I'll go first this time. Uh, so, yeah, PowerPoint Showdown was the show that actually Dylan pitched to me, uh, and it's just based around the idea of doing blind presentations. So what we do is uh, I do two eight-slide presentations. Dylan makes two eight-slide presentations. And then we have a guest on, so we always alternate. So no one knows what the slides are going to be. They just know what the presentation they have to deliver is. So it's uh, seeing these slides for the first time and trying to react to it uh, while also trying to not react to it. Um, it's a it's a pretty clever show, uh, if, if I have to say so myself. <laughs> uh, we have a lot of fun with it. So, yeah, if you want to see the episodes, uh, Jason's should be coming out in a couple of weeks. Um but yeah, you can find it all on our YouTube channel, which is just at some nobodies. Um, but yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a cool show, and I'm I'm glad people like it. I'm glad you, you like are, it, Jason. Thank you. You guys are climbing up in those numbers on YouTube, though. So congratulations on that. Yeah, yeah thanks. Yeah, I mean, I you know, like I said, we we kind of hit a little bit of weird, you know, uh, uh, comedy gold with this one. So uh, I'm glad people <laughs> like it. I like yeah. it. So. <laughs> A lot of fun. I like. I've been pitching it to my guys. Like, you guys gotta, you guys gotta get on Zach's good side and um, get him to like you. <laughs> that was the exact. Get, get him to like you. Yeah, yeah, like, hey, yeah. For the love of God, get on this show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, please get on Zach's side. I wish anyone ever said that. That'd be great. Become somebody so you can well, be on some nobodies. So. Yeah, you gotta be. You gotta be. A, you gotta be a somebody before you can be a nobody. <laughs> hmm. Uh, Justin, Dan, how you guys doing? Good. 
Good. I mean, I don't have a PowerPoint yeah, yeah. to show. No, I no, well. I, I don't. Do well. I mean, were, were we supposed to bring PowerPoint presentations to this? That would have been fun. No, we didn't do that. Well, we have some prepared, so I'm sorry, you guys. <laughs> oh, damn. <laughs> Surprise. It was, it, was a, it was quite the pivot. All right, so these two teams are going to take turns pitching their version of Firefly. I, I didn't set the tone that it had to be a TV or a movie. It's just Firefly is given to you to do something with, and what are you going to do with it? So what I'm going to do is I'm going to pull two teams off the screen, keep the one team, or sorry, one team off the screen, keep one team on the screen, and we are going to hear about their pitches. And I am going to start with the guests, some nobodies, uh, Dan and Justin. I'm going to throw you guys in the waiting room. It's all about the plot of uh, Firefly. Glad to. So uh, we're going to start. This is a similar universe to what the TV show was. We're about a decade after the unification war. Brown coats rebelled against the Alliance, different star systems, stuff like that. The Firefly is a Serenity or the Serenity is a Firefly class smuggling ship under black market contract with an independent, sympathetic Alliance person. Uh, they are stealing a load of medical supplies, which are allegedly going to be delivered to an independent settlement on the outskirt of the system. See a heist. It's cool. <clears throat> goes off without a hitch. We get the team dynamics. Mal, hot-headed and brash, but knows what he's doing. Simon thinks he's the smartest person in the room. Whether he's right or not, he usually is, but he doesn't know if he's wrong, and that causes problems. Kaylee, she's an incredibly skilled mechanic, easily flustered by social situations, crushing hard on uh, Simon Tam, who's a doctor uh river girl simon's younger brother weird probably psychic uh serious anger issues which cause trouble zoe is the uh first mate she's no nonsense very competent her husband wash wash is one hell of a pilot uh he's kind of goofy kind of irreverent but he's very good at what he does inara she is a courtesan which is you know social companion escort so to say uh she's a social monster she keeps all the guards distracted and then book is a former shepherd who's a priest he has alliance background so he knows all of the bypasses and stuff like that team dynamic everybody has something to do they get the medical crates back to it river gets a psychic headache when they get the crate brushes it off but it almost blows her cover they get out we get a chase neon rain soaked cityscape on like a sci-fi planet it's great we all love it aesthetic with all the spaces in between all the letters uh they hand off all the medical supplies uh i forgot to mention jane he's the muscle very little else going on with jane but he's very funny and very you know brusque they get paid they enjoy spending their money in a bar we get a bar fight more crew dynamic they get a new job which is to deliver the medical supplies to the independent settlement uh, they do that running an alliance blockade uh either running it through piloting skills when they're social charisma fails uh, and they get to the planet of santo um along the way they meet up with an old alliance war captain that knew mal and zoe when they were revolutionaries so we get a little bit of butting heads and it's like well the war's over and it's like really is it are you sure about that establish that the universe is still at odds with each other even though it's officially unified they land at a city called prominence a little moderately sized town very very wild west uh very deserty scrubland stuff like that um, the governor is an old independence general who Mal dislikes for his extremist methods during the uh, unification war. Town's local leaders, they, inter they introduce themselves to the crew. Crew gets to unwind a little bit while the governor takes the medical supply crate somewhere else. It's shady. That building, that's for my people. Don't go in there. 
don't worry about it. Here's your money. Um, meanwhile, the Alliance tries to strong arm the town. We get some Seventh Samurai slash or Magnificent Seven action where they teach, help the independents come up. Mal has to face his reluctance to get back into a fight because he's not an idealist anymore because the brown coats got beaten so handily. Um, they deal with that. Um, meanwhile, they notice that the governor's second hand is in the fight and she's like a real melee monster. She gets shot a bunch and she's still up and she gets really mad. Um, and River in particular has a very strong reaction to seeing her. Um, they have a really hard time fighting the Alliance off, but they succeed and they realize that a certain group of people have had a really easy time shrugging off their injuries. They're like, this is weird. It obviously has something to do with the medical supplies we just delivered. They break into the complex. It's another heist. Turns out the cargo was a combat drug, which is codenamed Reaver, uh, which enhances your physical ability, gives you minor psychic abilities, but also causes you to go unstable and insane unless it's maintained in strict dosage. They confront the governor Governor's like, yeah, we're going to make super soldiers so the independents can fight back. The Alliance did this back then. I don't see why we can't do it now. Uh, unfortunately, because the two Alliance and the independent guy were working together, they can't get a message out. So they raise a revolution inside the town, fight off the mayor, uh, fight off the Alliance, uh, make prominence the town independent truly. And interesting, the Reaver formula is gone in all the chaos. Uh, that's weird, but at least the town is independent. Everybody worked together. The Alliance soldiers in the street, like villagers, came to see their differences weren't so different, and they were unified. Cool. Message delivered. Uh, they go back to uh, Londinium or uh, whatever whatever planet they were on at the start where they first got the job, confront the guy, confront Badger, who gave him the job, and they do that back and forth where it's clear they both know the other person knows that they know. But because they are so deep in the gray market for jobs, they're all like, we'll see you. He goes, oh, you will. Uh, they get back on the Serenity. They all have dinner together. It's a very nice moment where all the crew gets back together and everybody's kind of relaxes. River gets a psychic headache. Credits. Little, uh, little stinger at the end is that you see a blue-gloved hand pick up a vial of orange drug marked codename Reaver, puts it back in a case, zooms out, long rows of it in a dark warehouse movies over good job you're muted jason that was really good you guys should pitch that to disney because i want to see that movie. <laughs> okay absolutely want to see that that's fantastic uh i don't really have any questions because you guys didn't really leave any room for questions uh, it's, the, it's the origin story of uh, the reavers in uh marvel universe <laughs> all right i'm gonna go ahead and take uh dylan and zach away and let job, dan guys. and justin tell us all about their ideas take well, it away so, firefly we're making this into a tv show we are rebooting the entire thing um we are expanding the universe to it's still going to be the same basic setting the the war has happened um, the ship was actually stolen by by our crew from the, <laughs> the the territorial acquisitions of Xeno Assets Group, tax for short, um, who are now chasing them to get their ship back. Uh, I, we are also adding a couple alien races. 
one of which is the chlorithopods that 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 have that are a, a uh, uh, amalgamation of a tree body and a squid torso and head. So, so they just like they they are uh, in terms of this you know series they're they're like uh galactic gangsters and the 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 crew owe them money so they they are also chasing the crew um we want a different tone we're gonna keep the whole space western idea but we're gonna make it into a comedy and every show will will be uh bookended by the ship ai giving you a lesson and, and, and then showing how the, the crew totally, like, you know, demolishes that lesson. And and then being, you know, kind of like, meh about it at the end. Uh, it's going to have a relatively large budget. There's going to be lots of spaceships. It's going to be a great space opera. But I, but we, we want it to be more comedic, like like a dark comedy. Yeah, each each episode is going to have its own storyline, so we don't have like an overarching story like a like a movie would. But each one's going to have an independent story. Okay, is it? Uh, you guys said comedy, no laugh track. I'm assuming. No live studio audience in space. I a lot know. of oh, that's that's not happening. Yes. <laughs> so CBS is out of it for you guys. No CBS. <laughs> cool. Do, do they still have laugh tracks? CBS. <laughs> they. Really? They claim they're filmed in front of a live studio audience. Oh wow, mm-hmm. that's 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 sure. lame as hell. Yeah, yeah, I believe it. Uh, good pitch, guys. I, I like it. I like the idea of Firefly being a TV show again. Um, I actually really like the idea of the movie and the TV show working together to, to continue Firefly. But uh, I won't give too much of my thoughts so far. But um, uh, Dylan, Zach, Dan, or Justin, you guys have any questions for each other? No, it's a solid yeah. pitch. No, no, so yeah. I like to, I like there's two. Yeah. <laughs> I, usually, you know, I have a few other people on here to, to ch- chat with and ask questions, but uh, I don't have any questions. You guys are doing a good job of uh, pitching it to one another. I'm going to go back to just Justin and Dan and find out who they got for writer and director. All right, sure. Uh, so director, uh, since Dan just did our pitch, I'll kind of walk through and Dan can help you with the writer's name because I'm, I'm, I'm going to butcher it. But, uh, director, uh, Taika Waititi, just because of his balance for Thor Ragnarok and being on different TV shows, like, we think he could really balance between kind of the comedy aspect of the show as well as the, the hard-hitting space sci-fi fantasy aspects of it as well. Well, man, uh, the Hollywood is agreeing with you because Taika Waititi is doing Star Wars next. He's been doing Marvel. Yeah, he's everywhere. <laughs> he's, he's doing great. Yeah. And then can you tell the, the writer, Dan? Yeah. I'm sorry. I, I yeah, the, his the, name. Written by Michael Moorcock, who is not a Hollywood writer per se, but uh, did do the, the, the probably best known for the Eternal Champions books, which are uh, Elric and Melna Bonet and uh, Jerry Cornelius. Um, he is a fantasy sci-fi writer, pretty dark and bleak. We think that together, these guys can make a nice dark comedy. What are you doing in the shadows type of deal? Or uh, what's that pirate show you're watching a lot, Dan? Oh, oh, uh, uh, Our Flag Means Death. 
That, not a bad pick. Like, Attack of Wachita, you can't go wrong with him in space because he's mm-hmm. done such a good job with that yeah. so far. Mm-hmm. Awesome. That's our uh, writer-director. Awesome. I'm going to pull some nobodies up here to give us theirs. All right. Uh, Dylan, I'll take this one if that's you got okay. It. Um, all right. So uh, we weren't really sure where to put this in because it was kind of a part of a marketing strategy, but we're going to throw it in now because it also ties into this. Uh, now, we were wow. going to have a movie – uh, that is Firefly, that very similar to the other group. We were actually going to have an HBO series spinoff, an eight episode based on that. Now, the writer director of the movie, we were going to have Edgar Wright, uh, based on his team dynamic, uh, his ability to do uh, high functioning action as well as just you know serious grounded comedy. Now, as far as the director for the series on HBO Max, we were going to have the showrunner being uh, Bryce Dallas Howard. Because we saw that, you know, her eye with the Mandalorian as well as, you know, even in Boba Fett, uh, it's a beautiful eye and great action, uh, great pacing. So she was going to be the showrunner and then have a rotating cast of directors similar to the Mandalorian after that. But mostly it was all set on what Edgar Wright set up and delivered as far as writing and directing goes. Nice, nice. Dylan. I didn't know if this was a time to mention composer. No, yeah, I think that's cast. Okay, cool. Or but maybe- um, yeah, composer's usually tiebreaker. Okay, but um, I could see Edgar Wright taking over like any of Whedon's projects. Mm-hmm. The Firefly definitely being, yeah, I like that pick. That's a good pick. That's up there with Taika Waititi for sure. Like mm-hmm. they're pretty much neck to neck as far as who could really take over this tone. But um, awesome guys, I'm liking this game so far. Fantastic. It's- it's a lot closer than you would think, and um, everybody is doing a great job. So it's, uh, it's been a minute since I've heard someone name drop Michael Moorcock. That's yeah. inter- I didn't know he was still alive. Or right? no. he is. I, I, I checked. <laughs> is he he's like writing? eighty-two, but he's, he's still, still kicking. He's just <laughs> writing words on a he's, piece of paper. He's got, he's got a typewriter. He can do it. Nice. Yeah, he's made some movies too. Nice. Yeah, so what is next? We have the cast, and I cannot wait to see who's going to step into these very large shoes left by the cast of the original Firefly. Uh, some nobodies, you guys are going to go up first. Uh, Dan and Justin will be in the wings hanging out. Uh, what is your guys' cast? Um, I, do you, want, you want me to take this one? Yeah, go ahead. <clears throat> cool. So we wanted people who could believably work charismatically together. We wanted people who are kind of up and coming without being too big. So that way they could potentially be signed on for a franchise. Um, so for Mal, person we thought would be Lakeith Stanfield. Um, that dude is charismatic. He does bravado and swagger very well. And when he needs to get like acting, he's very good at getting acting. Uh, for uh, Zoe Washburn, we said Florence Pugh because she's in right now. And uh, I mean, talk about like, action like strong woman like that sort of thing she's pretty good at that uh for wash we're thinking donald glover uh based partially on his performance in uh uh solo and everything like he's also very good at simultaneously being sincere while also not being too serious and that's kind of how we imagined wash would handle uh inara sarah would be played by phoebe waller bridge from fleabag um drawing on her flea bag experience to kind of like bring a different kind of edge to the idea of a courtesan. Mm-hmm. Jane Cobb, the muscle is played by Jared Kiso of Letterkenny. Uh, he's big. 
He knows how to pretend to fight and he can deliver his lines with a very convincing kind of like backwoods down homeness. And that's kind of how Jane is. Jane is very into fighting and not a whole lot else. And I think Jared Kiesa would be very good at that. Uh, Dr. Simon Tam is Barry Keegan, Kagan, um, Kyogen, however you want to pronounce it. Uh, he's He would bring a sort of, not disconnect, but a very kind of aloftness to Simon, a, a, sep- a separation. Uh, and then the only choice we could think of for River Tam would be Daphne Keene uh, playing a young girl with potential with superpowers and anger issues. Uh, and Shepard Book is played by Idris Elba as the wise mentor figure of the crew. Um, mm-hmm. Other bit parts, um, Badger would be played by someone like Bill Hader, the Alliance commander, or the Independence general would be Titus Welliver from Bosch. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think those were the main roles that we had planned out. So relatively young, very charismatic, um, and just kind of ready to like lend character to these characters. Yeah, we didn't want anyone too big. That way, moving over to the series would still work for them because not every actor would want to be in a series versus still being in the movie. So, yep. Nice. All right, Team 3 Geeks. Let's see what we got going on with you guys. Who is your cast? I'd like to preface this by, by saying that all of our big actors want to be here on this series. <laughs> so, uh, for the captain, uh, we've got Sam Rockwell. Uh, for Wash, we've got Nick Frost from, uh, you know, Hot Fuzz, all those. Oh, I love Nick uh, Frost. <laughs> for, uh... <laughs> yeah, I didn't, I didn't have the name of the... the, the the characters so this is it's all good. I, can, I can help if you want but okay for the psychic girl <laughs> what is that uh zoe you say the actor i'll say the character name. go ahead Maisie williams um Maisie. uh that would be uh river, river okay uh i just had alien kung fu lady uh, <laughs> <laughs> awesome <laughs> that that was gonna be kara gi from the the Expanse, because she's an awesome actress and she needs more work. Uh, That's Zoe. <laughs> yeah, okay. For book, uh, I've got Keanu Reeves. Uh, <laughs> for uh, Jane? Is that the... Yeah, the mercenary. Yep. Okay, yeah. It's uh, John Barenthal. Uh, for Kaylee, got can't a... protect him now. <laughs> <laughs> See? Bring in the Punisher. Uh, for Kaylee, we've got a uh, Chloe Grace Moretz. Uh, for Simon Tan, yep, the Doctor, Anthony Stewart Head. And if if, if you're wondering about the, the the brother and sister relation, she's going to be a clone that he made because he was lonely. Uh, the companion is Zoe Saldana and the the one of the, the most important uh, cast characters is is the, the the computer AI which since you know the the, the whole you know Chinese American meld in in technology is going to be Kei Hui Quan short round yes nice 
Yeah, he's riding that wave of a comeback right now. Which I'm really digging. Uh, the 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 evil tax captain that that that's chasing them is going to be uh, Shora Ogdashlu, which you you know her voice, JT. <laughs> and the 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 head tree squid captain <laughs> is voiced by Mark Hamill. Because the way we have those guys set up is it's all mental, so we can have different variations of his voices happening in your head, where they across the different species or the the race. Nice. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Wow, I really like that. Okay, um, pull everybody back up on screen. Uh, everybody, ooh. ooh, Dylan's got a question. I forgot uh, to list our Kaylee casting the mechanic. <laughs> <laughs> Maisie Williams as well. Yeah. So oh, nailed yeah. it. <laughs> it's yeah, a wash. Perfect. So it's, it's a wash. <laughs> no, Nick Frost is our wash. Oh, right. Okay. <laughs> nice. Um, yeah, let's go into marketing. I'm just gonna leave us all on screen for this one. Yeah, yeah, do that. Uh, Dan and Justin, what is your guys' marketing campaign behind Firefly? Hold on, let me find it. Oh, well, okay, go ahead. Oh, 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 do you want to go? Oh, I'm indifferent. You can go ahead if you want to. Okay, just uh, help me out if I forget anything. Yeah. So, seeing as we we're we're bringing a a, a another alien race that looks so fun, uh, we're <laughs> we're going to uh, uh, partner with with a uh, uh, national garden train, right? Just garden, like garden yeah, thing. Yeah, yes, like yes, home and garden yeah. thing. Yeah, the shrubbery for squid, days. Yep. Squid shop. Shrubberies. Uh, <laughs> also, since uh, the the plant patties are, are, are so prominent now, where we we have TGI Fridays and and, and Fuddruckers and in a marketing deal to 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 sell pod patty hamburgers. Is Fuddruckers still in business? I believe so. There's one in Delaware. There you go. <laughs> just the lone restaurant. Just the one. <laughs> just the yeah. Kitchener. Yeah. Movie. <laughs> uh, of course, we're also going to do a toy line and a tabletop RPG and several mobile games. But, I think Plants vs. Zombies. I think that's where my mind went. Um, our 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 biggest thing, especially for for go, going into season two, is we're going to have a, a a massive contest in which you you send in uh, things you want short round to 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 say. Over the PA, <laughs> and and the winners get get their stuff voiced. Nice. I got to ask a question because in everything, yeah. everywhere, all at once, and Goonies, he's also sporting a fanny pack. Does he sport a fanny pack in this as well? He he would only show up in like 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 a holographic projection. Mm-hmm. But sure, we can do that. I'm sure we can <laughs> sprinkle that in. 100%. Yeah, yeah. Just asking. It seems to be his trademark having a fanny pack. So. Huh. All right. Uh, some nobodies. What is your marketing campaign? Yeah. So we were thinking first we wanted to reboot the tabletop role playing game that they had, you know, based <laughs> on the old one, obviously. Um, but that's clearly the same thing that they had. Uh, we were also based on who our composer was. We were going to have a vinyl pressing of the soundtrack uh, slash score. Um to make sure that the audience who this might not 
get to every day uh, to make sure that audience saw the commercials. We were going to have 30 to 60 second tie-ins on HBO Max that were similar to Starship Troopers style uh, in universe, uh, kind mm -hmm. of looking for these outlaws. Uh, that way people would have to like kind of search for it. Um, one of the bigger things we were thinking because our series was going to be on HBO Max, who is Warner Brothers, we were going to have an in-universe inside the park of all the six flags. Uh, that way you could go through and be like on the deserty, you know, outlawy thing. And then there'd be obviously brown coats running through that would tie into the, the ongoing series at the time. Uh, we also wanted to tie in with Loot Crate and give uh, people special, uh, you know, the, the money that was in universe money uh, that you could scan to get you the same, you know, app game that would be the role playing version on cell phone digital. I think that was pretty much all we had uh, for that, right? A Lego model of this new Serenity design. Oh, yeah, <laughs> obviously. Yeah, obviously. Uh, you guys had one other thing. Go ahead and Zach. <laughs> I'll go ahead and throw it out. Really? In the back? What you think, Big Word? Nah, you wouldn't do that. You know, quick draw. That love is a dead man, boy. But you don't have to be. Get on your horse, get your shit, go back to whatever it is you call home. Countdown for five.
second and we were making trailers. You guys yeah, really. That was I, sweet. I do have a request though. Can 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 you have uh, Jared Kesso play uh, the 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 one hockey player with the high pitched voice from Letter Kenny the whole time? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I forget his name. It's like Chancy or something. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Also, also that. Yeah. <laughs> In addition to. Yeah. <clears throat> Nice. Very, very cool. I um, have my little tallies over here that I've been making and notes that I've been making. Um, so for the plot, I, I really liked both plots a lot. Uh, very in-depth. But I went with some nobodies on the plot for this one. It um, It's fascinating to start Firefly as a movie to me and then go into a TV show. That's something that... Um, kind of the opposite of what they had done prior and we live in that world right now where a lot of that is happening for director and writer this is a tie i went with edgar wright and michael moorcock as the team for this one because i like the idea of getting somebody so in tune with sci-fi and you know world building and so forth and then somebody like edgar wright bring in the comedy that we know from the series uh, Packer Watiti would be fantastic, but he's busy. He's got a lot of things going on, and we've we all in this universe that wouldn't be a problem. <laughs> Michael Moorcock will will we'll only work with Taika Waititi. <laughs> he has said that. Yeah, that's yes. fair. <laughs> in the news, quoted on on, on on several occasions. Yep. For the cast, I went with the three geeks. Well, keep in mind that Zoe Saldana is very busy doing five <laughs> avatars, That's and I right. do not—I do not think no matter who you have She's as your had writer, twelve years. <laughs> no matter who your writer is, you're not going to turn down Avatar money. So, I um, yeah, she's doing a lot too. But no, the, it was Edgar Wright that really sold—not uh, Edgar Wright. I'm sorry, it was um, Nick Frost that really sold it for me. I recently hmm. watched him on Why Women Kill. And I thought he was just absolutely fantastic. And it you could see like he can bring another side to the character. And I yeah. I really want to see that. And with Edgar Wright being the director, it really makes sense to have Nick Frost in that role. For the marketing. The marketing, I have to give it to some nobodies. I really like that trailer you guys put together. <laughs> Even though I didn't go with your cast. So, so the trailer doesn't make a whole lot of sense with <laughs> this pitch, but I thought I thought it was really good. Um, I do want to play the games that Dan was talking about, especially a Plants for Zombies Firefly. Uh, Justin, that sounds awesome. But um, some nobody's wins, but it was really close. Like both pitches were fantastic. Firefly is a really hard thing to do differently, and uh, the similarities were there, but you guys did, all did such a unique pitch with it that. Um, I agree with the more comedy tone. I think Edgar Wright can bring that with that cast. And then, yeah, so some nobody's wins, but it was really, really close. So I got to ask, who was your composer? Uh, Darren Korb, the composer for Supergiant Games. Uh, He did Hades. He did Bastion. Oh, Hades is so good. Yeah, yeah, he does a lot of... He does a lot of instrumental kind of like Western twang with electronic influence. So yeah, that was actually the song yeah. that I played mm-hmm. on the trailer was, um, yeah, was his. Yeah. I knew I recognized it. I was like, I've heard this before. <laughs> yeah, we went with uh, Joe Bonamassa writing everything. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That'd be awesome. Cool. <laughs> yeah, right on. Hey, but honestly, your guy sounds great. Yeah. Why, 
Uh, you should see, like, Dil- Dylan and I have a little uh, thread, and he's like, oh, Michael Morcock, ah, Taika Watiti. So, no, you guys, did a, you guys did a great job. Did you guys really suggest uh, Michael Morcock to each other? No, once, no, no, once, no, once they said it, Dylan's like, wow, that's a deep cut. So, uh, yeah, so, no, you, you guys got props in, in his mm-hmm. nerd eyes. I think Dan and Dylan would get along very, very well. <laughs> yeah. Well, you listed at least – I caught at least two – cast members of the expanse and yours and i'm like yeah, yeah i had a really hard time not just being like you should just watch the expanse yeah <laughs> yeah that that's our reboot for firefly it's, it's the expanse. yeah the expanse it's seasons there. eight seven eight and nine come on yeah to tell you the that truth was... i hate i hate firefly now it's just like 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 the show is fine it's just all the fans just piss me off so much that i just yeah. don't care anymore <laughs> Yeah, it gets rebooted or every week there's a new yeah. and the second season's coming. Just reboot it at this point. I'm mm-hmm. sure Disney's going to. Mm-hmm. Once Edgar Wright gets his hands on it, just wait. That's right. Yeah, yeah. There you go. Yes. But um, I want to thank everybody for tuning in. And um, as I always say at the end of these things, love your neighbor. It's easier to get along than it is to hate each other. So just yeah. get along. Um, if you don't agree with somebody of political reasons or personal reasons, either have a conversation a nice conversation and try to see each other's point of view or just don't talk about it because what they do in the privacy of their own home is none of your damn business. So I wanted to express that. And from everybody at three geeks podcast, I want everybody to have a great day. And as Max says, recycle your droids. See ya. (laughs)